Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pop Culture University podcast, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture on TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat wherever you would like in the class. You're so welcome. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. I went to Las Vegas for the weekend, and it was a good fucking time, let me tell you. Last month, I went to Las Vegas, too, but... That was to go to the Billboard Music Awards, and we had like a strict schedule kind of of what we were allowed to do, so we didn't really get to explore, but this time around, it was for my delayed 21st birthday because I turned 21 over COVID, so now that everything's back open and fully functioning, me and my family went for my birthday, and it was such a good time. I saw the Chainsmokers. I like talked to them. One of the Chainsmokers gave me a shot. I was out to like five in the morning, went to strip clubs, the gay ones, of course. <laughs> anyway, it was a great time. My sleep schedule was beyond fucked, but worth it i hope you had a great weekend let's get into the topics today so today there's a lot of juicy juicy shit we're going to talk about first thing we're going to talk about is that charlie d'amelio princess of tiktok is dating someone who is in the kardashian family and then we're going to talk about cardi b's new single and problems with her label they're fucking with her and we're going to talk about kanye slamming kim at the bet awards again and then we're going to talk about if johnny depp is going to Come back to the Pirates of the Caribbean movie franchise after some rumors have been going around. But before we get into all of that, make sure to rate this podcast five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You're already here. You may as well do so. Leave a little review, screenshot you listening to it and post on your Instagram story and tag me and we can hit it up in the DMs. And yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. TikTok has a new commander-in-chief leader of the app because after two years and three months of being at the top of the TikTok game, being the TikTok heavyweight champion of the world, America's sweetheart Charlie D'Amelio has been dethroned. She was kicked to the motherfucking curb. If you don't know Charlie D'Amelio, she is this young, like, 16-year-old TikToker who really started the whole TikTok craze. She was, like, the first influencer on the app that has become the face of it, goes to all these events, has her own Hulu show because of the app. So her life has totally changed by it, and she was running things. She had 142 million followers, which put her at the number one spot. But now a new man has come into town with 143 million followers, making Charlie D'Amelio look like a loser. And his name is KB Lame. And he is anything but lame. He is now the king. He assassinated Charlie with his style of videos, where he basically takes other people's content and adds on to it with acting. He doesn't really talk that much in these videos, but he does like physical comedy. They're really funny, actually. He has like such a charm to him. He's super cute. 
Um, it's a really smart idea what he's doing to take the most viral videos and then add on to them even more with yourself in the video and make them even funnier. So he deserves all his success. His videos are really great. They're really high quality and the editing is like spot on. He's 22. So super, super young, just like Charlie. And I'm happy for him. His net worth is about $13 million, a little less than Charlie. So, you know, she won't be that upset about this. She's still making the money. Charlie sent out a quote about this. She responded to, you know, her embarrassing fall from the number one spot. And she said, I had number one for two years. She was making sure we, you know, she let that be fucking known. She continued, I feel like it's time for someone else to have that spot. And I'm proud of him. She's happy to have a successor to the throne, apparently. That's what she's acting about. You know, she's only sad about this for one whole day, it seems like. Just for one whole day, she was really, 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 really sad. I hope Dixie D'Amelio was only sad for one whole day about her album flopping. Kidding, love you, Dixie. Anyway, Charlie continued and said, he's a friend and there's no bad blood, I promise you guys. Meanwhile, she's hiring a hitman against him. Honestly, I would be kind of pressed. That's something I would really want to hold on to. And Charlie gets enough hate. So kind of like losing that number one spot. I'm sure people are clowning her. She's probably not reading comments right now. She gets triggered. She's learned to not do that. And that was kind of her whole shtick and brand being the most followed. So RIP Charlie's success. Uh, KB Lame said he didn't really expect all of this success. He his life has totally changed from becoming the most followed on this app. He's achieved all of his dreams and he's done things beyond his wildest hopes. He met Messi, the soccer player, and apparently that was like the biggest dream of his whole life. That was his idol growing up. He just loved him kicking that ball and pretending to be injured on the TV. He got to collab with Ed Sheeran, his favorite singer. I mean, I don't fucking know why his favorite singer is Ed Sheeran, but he got to do that. So good for him. He said, my follower base is my family and I would not be who I am without my family. I would never see them as just numbers, as everybody is someone I want to build relationships with both online and off. I love to meet them in real life and to engage with them in my life. That's the reason I always try to keep my videos genuine and authentic. That's really sweet. I'm happy for him. I'm going to let him finish. But Charlie D'Amelio had the best TikTok of all time. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's cool that someone, no no offense to Charlie, she kind of just did dance trends, but I'm happy that someone who puts more effort into their videos and does, uh, you know, comedy and has to be really, really creative is getting that number one spot. That's kind of been a big complaint about the TikTok app. People who just dance or are sexy, get the most uh, rewards. So I think it's cool. He's most followed. No shade to people who are sexy, though. You know, we love you. Don't even try to act upset. You're doing fine. Uh, so what can we learn from this? Anything can happen. He said he would have never thought this was happening in a million years, but you never know if you'll be successful at something if you don't try. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I feel like huge life changes come from very small decisions, like making your first TikTok like he did and seeing the numbers go up. Like when I made my first little TikTok because I was bored and now I get to do pop culture as a job. You never know what can come from little decisions. So put yourself out there, try something new and see what comes from it. The biggest disservice you can ever do from yourself is for yourself is not following your passion. So just take a little leap and see how it goes. And now that Charlie is no longer the number one followed person, her PR team is pumping out the PR and I'm so fucking happy. This is exactly what the D'Amelios needed. So you'll never believe it. Charlie D'Amelio is now dating again after Lil Huddy cheated on her, made her look like a fool in front of the whole world for getting cheated on at the age of 16, as if everyone doesn't go through that. Charlie D'Amelio is now dating a Kardashian heir, Landon Barker. 
Travis Barker's son. And he is fine. Let me tell you, he's 18. Charlie, I believe, is 17. And they are in the early stages of dating, a source confirmed to E! News. I trust E! News with my life. If anyone's going to confirm something that's actually true, it's going to be E! News. And I'm obsessed with this couple. I think they make sense. I think they're hot. He's Charlie's type. I wonder if they'll be getting their PDA on, like his dad and Kourtney Kardashian. I wonder if Kourtney Kardashian has a new best friend in Charlie, if she starts bringing her around because you know she likes those young TikTokers like Edison fucking Ray. And actually, I know they're already taking after the Kardashian family because they're already being freaks. Charlie and Landon got tattoos together in LA. Fortunately, they didn't get matching tattoos together because for some reason, these young kids are smarter than these 40-year-olds getting branded and getting face tattoos together did you guys see that summer walker is pregnant and her man and her got each other's names tattooed on their face what is with these psychopaths in hollywood these days put the tattoo needle down lose the tattoo artist number someone needs to go on their phone and block them enough is enough stop with the tattoos that's the pandemic going on right now anyway charlie got a heart and landon got like a little word so there's no correlation between them I think that's really, really smart and good for them for not being dumbasses. But, you know, that's just a little thing that they did together. They've been seen out a lot. They try to keep the PDA down low so there's no, like, kissing photos of them or anything. But they are confirmed to be dating. Um, Charlie and Dixie went to the launch of Landon's clothing collab- collaboration with Boohoo Man. The line is really nice. It's a really sexy clothing line uh, that he put out. I would totally buy it. You know what? I might buy it after this. And a source told... E! News that it was important for Charlie to come and support him. So she went to support her man. And overall, I think this is smart. I think this is great. This is what the D'Amelios needed. I feel like the D'Amelios were falling off for a second because let's be honest, they're not the most exciting duo. There's some TikTokers who I see having a big future, like Addison Rae, because she knows how to like get PR and stuff like that. And there's some people I don't see having a big future, like Dixie and Noah. They're not doing enough. They're not exciting. Um, the the D'Amelio's whole Hulu show was about them not being able to handle fame, kind of. And they're being like really shy and showing that maybe they're not meant for this. And they kind of stay out of the spotlight with the whole personal life PR things. But I think they're trying to get back into it to keep their fame. And this is a great, smart thing for them. Or I could have seen them like losing their platform or, you know, been, being taken down from the A-list to the B-list or something. So Charlie, once again, is the Kim Kardashian of the family pulling the weight for everyone and she's a genius, so good luck to them. I can't wait to see how this one ends. Kanye West is back to doing what he does best, and that is trolling Kim Kardashian in front of the whole world as he should. That is that is his duty to us to provide us that entertainment, and he's better than ever. So Kanye made a surprise appearance at the BET Awards, the homophobic BET Awards, because they did not get Lil Nas X nominations, but we'll talk about that some other time on a previous episode we did, actually. So he made an appearance. He gave a like the intro um, like presentation speech about P. Diddy achieving the Lifetime Achievement Award. And he like opened that up, complimenting him, giving him this beautiful, beautiful speech about all his success and his accolades or whatever the fuck. And his speech was actually really nice. He made it all about P. Diddy and how amazing his life has been. Unlike when Madonna like presented an award to someone and she literally made it all about herself. Like his was actually really good. You should go watch it. But at one point in his speech, he 
made a dig at Kim Kardashian and how their marriage did not last. So I'm going to play it. I go to him for advice to this day. He inspires so many of my choices, so many of my life choices, my wife choices. <laughs> and here we are. Thanks for that, Puff. Yeah, everyone is back. Did you hear the crowd reacting to that? That was appropriate. I thought that was hilarious. They were like, oh, like when Will smacked the fuck out of Chris. Anyway, it could have been worse. This kind of goes back to when P. Diddy encouraged Kanye to marry Kim in the first place back in 2013. Because Kanye like wakes up every day and asks himself, what would P. Diddy do? And P. Diddy literally said when everyone else was encouraging him to not marry. Oh my God, is there an aunt? Ew, there's an aunt by me. Anyway, back when everyone was encouraging Kanye to not marry Kim Kardashian because she was like a reality star. I'm going to bring down his public profile and make him lose all respect. That's what people were saying. But P Diddy was like, nah, just do it. You're meant to be with Kim. She's a real one. It's not going to be that bad. And he did, but he was like, thanks for that. P Diddy. Now look at us. But you know, they, they had a pretty successful marriage. So I would still thank P Diddy for that. He was wearing a full mask like not just like a pandemic mask he was like his full face was covered thankfully it wasn't as scary as those like prosthetic white man ones that he wears but his full face was covered i'm kind of happy that he's making wearing full face mask in public a trend i would so hop on that like six days out of the week with how disgusting i look but anyway let's talk about um kanye west a little bit more so kanye west is about to be featured on cardi b's brand new song I'm so excited about it. Thank God Cardi is making a comeback. Oh my God, it's been so long. Who drops two number one singles and then disappears for two years? That is the most hype and momentum you could have for an album ever with WAP and UP both going number one like a few months apart. The world was watching Cardi B. Everyone was so into her. And then she didn't release a single for two years. Yes, she got pregnant. There was a pandemic, whatever. I think it's been long overdue, just like Rihanna, just like everyone, Beyonce. Thank God she's back. But now Cardi B is back too. And Cardi B is releasing her new song called Hot Shit. That's the title, Hot Shit. And it's going to be featured Kanye West and Lil Durk. Sounds like an amazing trio. And Cardi actually has the most number ones of any female rapper ever. Five number ones. I'm so sorry, Barb's, but it's true. Don't shoot the messenger, okay? If you think that makes Nicki Minaj less of a successful rapper, you're wrong. And that's kind of just because Cardi knows how to play with the charts. You know, she's a businesswoman. She knows all about chart placement and what numbers you need to get, how many radio spins. Nicki Minaj said Nicki, uh, Cardi B like pays for payola, basically paying radio stations to play your music so you get more spins, more exposure, more clout. And Nicki doesn't like that people use payola. Nicki wants people to really only have hits if they deserve them, if they are artistic enough. And I kind of agree with that. But Cardi B is all about those charts. She'll make a eye-catching music video. She'll you know, have a PR stunt right before. So she knows how to get these number ones. She makes sure her songs are exposed everywhere. And she has five and she's going for six this time with this new song that's about to come out, which would extend her record. She could potentially go for like the most number ones of all time of any artist. We're not just talking about like female rappers, that specific group anymore. We're talking about like everyone. She's not like that close to it, but with, you know, the track that she's on, her age, the fact that she's not that far along in her career, she's like at the midpoint, I feel like she could really get another number one but i don't think it's gonna happen this time i don't think cardi's gonna get another number one and that's because she won't have a music video for her new song because her label is fucking with her and her label is disrespecting her and like taking advantage of her almost like all these fucking labels do these female rappers 
Iggy Azalea was majorly fucked over by her label. That's why she didn't release an album for like six years after her first one. Megan Thee Stallion was fucked over by her label. She's still stuck in a contract with them that she wants to get out of. And now Cardi B. So Cardi B uh, said online, she said, you guys know how I usually do the most with promo. I just don't feel like making a music video this time. I don't feel like doing too much this time around because I'm just exhausted with everybody. I'm so tired of people not doing their fucking job correctly. I'm so tired of people just doing things their way. I'm just over it. You know what I'm saying? She continued and said, at the end of the day, the record is amazing. I love the record. It's something that I feel like y'all haven't heard from me before, but there's not going to be a music video. And that's really sad to hear. Cardi's definitely like a visual artist and is like, she's like Gaga. Like she doesn't just want to make a good song. She wants to make a good moment, a good look, a good theme, a good music video. And it sucks that her label is trying to just push out what they want to push out and not let her have her freedom and do everything she wants to do because she's the one at the end of the day making them millions of dollars because she is smart she has this fan base you know people clearly believe in her vision so the fact that she said people are just going to do things their way and not listen to me is very upsetting and i hope whatever issue going on with her label is resolved because i don't want to see another female rapper who has an amazing amazing career get you know knocked down a couple nooks because of the people that they're working with and the gross rich disgusting white men who are in control of them and cardi b would make it better either way regardless of what they say so I hope, you know, with all this promo that like Kanye is doing for her with calling out Kim and Cardi B will probably have a, P- a PR stunt. Kanye is just built in PR for whatever fucking song he's on. Any co-sign with Kanye is like statistically known to increase your streams and numbers so much. Um, did you guys know that Beyonce Break My Soul only went number 15? A lot of people care about charts. A lot of people like swear to the end of the earth that the charts are what makes someone successful beyonce in this case only had three days of tracking on the billboard charts how the billboard charts work is there's a certain time of tracking for each chart so the charts put on on monday and they track the success of a song from friday to friday and then they like make the charts through the weekend and then it's released on monday and beyonce released her song on tuesday so that meant she only got three days of tracking so she could have had a number one if she just got seven days of tracking but she doesn't really care she doesn't like measure success like that so good for beyonce I hope Cardi B still goes number one because I know that's important to her. But at the end of the day, that's not just what everyone cares about. So what can we learn from this? Things are not always what they seem in this industry. Success should not just be measured by outward accomplishments or chart placements and awards and things like that. The best artist isn't always the one with the most acceptance speeches or number ones on a made up chart. And that just doesn't apply to that industry. That applies to our lives, too. The most successful or best people are not at all the ones with the most accolades or the one who make the most money or have the best job or the most attractive or have the most perfect life in the outside success is subjective and if someone thinks suggests success is just how your life appears to be on the outside they are absolutely missing the point of life in my opinion success is subjective subjective and i think the most successful people are the happiest people are the people who are living for themselves are the people who have people who love them and their soul gets filled with happiness and love and fulfillment every single day and not at all these external things that we are taught that makes you successful that should not at all be the measure so not only all that shit going on with cardi b moving on a little bit here cardi b went live the other day maybe this is the pr stunt she's doing but she went live the other day and she said that there is a new virus in town because these days there's one every week there's covid19 there's omega there's delta there's monkeypox, and now cardi b is saying that there is a really really bad stomach virus going around the worst she's ever seen in her 30 years of life She thinks this is going to be the new pandemic, the worst stomach virus of all time, she's saying. So Cardi B, she has a daughter, Culture, she's four. And she said that one day her daughter 
randomly started throwing up last week so much more puke than she's ever seen in her life, which literally triggers me. That's gross. I don't know how I'm going to handle a baby throwing up on me. I'm going to throw up every time my baby throws up on me when I'm older. But she said she threw up 21 times in one day. And so she had to take her daughter to the hospital. And the the nurses at the hospital basically just said this is a uh, stomach virus. She should get over it. But then her son caught the virus and she said that he was throwing up and shitting his himself all day long. Like everything was being expelled from these people's bodies. Imagine how gross her house smelt. And then the gag is <laughs> not the, the gag. Ew. Bad wording for this story. She said then Offset. Offset was throwing up. He got the virus. He was throwing up all day and not poor Offset. Like, imagine how demoralized Offset must feel leaning in front of a toilet on his knees with his, you know, $100,000 chain around his neck just throwing up and Cardi B, like, rubbing his back. Not him losing his friends and his bowel control back to back. And then she said her grandma got sick with this virus. She's the only one that did not get sick. But anyway, they got, like, on medication for all of them. It didn't last forever. And at least they're not dying. But she said it's a really, really bad stomach virus. Cardi B is a little bit of a government conspiracy theorist, though. I don't know if y'all follow her on Twitter. She said the government is spreading this virus in the air. She knows it. She knows it's not just a stomach bug. She thinks this is a new controlled virus in America. Like a lot of people thought that COVID was a government-issued virus or from North Korea or something. Now she thinks the government is spreading this terrible virus in the air. And she was tweeting the other day about a recession is going to come. She does not trust the government at all. But remember when Cardi B was one of the first celebrities talking about COVID? When she was like, shit is getting real. Coronavirus. She said, if this virus starts, we can call it. Well, she didn't say this. But she said, if this virus starts, you know, thank Cardi B because she told you first. I think if this virus starts, we should call it Cardi 19. (laughs) Because her family was clearly patient zero. Like this, like was this the new Cardi Tries episode? Cardi Tries starting a pandemic? Either way, I'm scared. I cannot handle walking through the street and seeing throw up and shit. The world already smells bad enough. Imagine. uh, I can't even. Anyway, wear a mask. If you feel like wearing a mask. That's what I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And why do you get clowned if you wear a mask in public? I wore a mask to my school bar one time and people thought I was like a circus animal, like a fucking freak. People asked to take a photo of me. They were like, the pandemic's over. Oh, really? Are hundreds of people still not dying every day from COVID? Yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. So wear a mask if you want to. I trust no one. So I do wear a mask sometimes. And now there's monkeypox. It's like sexually transmitted. Well, not just sexually transmitted though, but it's by like physical touch, but a lot of the time sexually transmitted also. So wear a covering on your dick too. Trust no one. If this is the end times, that's fine. You know, if there's another pandemic, I don't even care anymore. At least we all, if we all die, we won't have FOMO. You know what I'm saying? So, if it's the end time, so what? Let's all go out throwing up. There's rumors that the newly undefamed man, Johnny Depp, has plans to allegedly return to the Pirates of Caribbean. That is what everyone's saying. That's a word on the street. Let's talk about it. So apparently Disney and Johnny Depp have been working on a $301 million deal to to reprise the role of Daddy Jack Sparrow. Oh, sorry. I mean, Captain Jack Sparrow for the next two 
Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Because apparently that $1 million is really going to do with him. Because while he was in court, someone asked him, if Disney came to you with $300 million and a million alpacas, does he have like a fetish for alpacas or something? Anyway, they continued, nothing on this earth would get you to go back to work with Disney on a Pirates of the Caribbean film, correct? And he said, that is true. But Disney apparently really wants him back. They are begging for this man because they want to make money off of him. There's been basically no more press than anything that's happened recently than this trial. It'd be like if OJ was in a movie after he, you know, killed his wife. Unfortunately, it would have got it would have done good at the box office. Let's not lie. If OJ was in the star, it was in uh, Netflix's You, it would have done real good. People would have ate that shit up. Anyway, Disney said Disney is very interested in patching up their relationship with Johnny Depp. They reached out to the actor prior to his defamation trial against Amber Heard and asked whether he would be interested in returning for another Pirates film or two. I know corporate sent him a bunch of gift baskets with a very heartfelt letter, but I'm unsure how it was it was received. But what I can tell you is that the studio has already penned up a draft for a film about Jack Sparrow. So they are very hopeful that Johnny will forgive them and return to his iconic character. They're begging for that. And Johnny Depp had a really emotional connection with Captain Jack Sparrow. He said he like built this character from the ground up with Disney and put a lot of his own creative energy and personality into it. So it's like his baby, this fictional man that he created, like my alter egos in my head. You know, it's like his baby. Um, but I guess those rumors are not true. I'm sorry, you guys. Apparently, Johnny Depp is not returning. His rep responded to all these rumors lately with a very basic response. He said, this is made up. That's a very Johnny Depp response, as if he's on trial still. This is made up. That's all they said. So this sucks. He's not coming back. And honestly, he said he wasn't going to come back because Disney didn't believe him and stick by his side during the whole defamation trial, like they fired him after he was defamed in, I believe 2018 by Amber. And he just felt really hurt by that because so many of his friends were at Disney and they just dropped him like that because he was now bad for business. And now that he's good for business, they want him back. So I can't say I disagree with Johnny making this decision. And I'm glad he's like sticking his ground and he can make his own movie about whatever the fuck he wants. So Unfortunately, he's not coming back. Meanwhile, Amber Heard gets to enjoy her last 15 minutes of fame in the new Aquaman movie. Literally, she's in it for like less than 15 minutes. So blame her again. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for joining me in Pop Culture University today. I love y'all so much. I hope you had a great time listening. Um, I know there's so many horrible, disgusting things going on in the world right now. And it's absolutely outraging and i know everyone's talking about it online as they should be we need to keep that energy up we cannot let up we need to keep spreading information supporting the cause and everything like that but if you want a little little break from everything for 25 minutes you can always come here just to spill some tea and have some fun with me um i love y'all so much thank you for joining me today remember to rate and um leave a review of this podcast merch is coming soon i'm like in talks with making it for pop culture university because you guys are the best dm me with any any ideas of sweatshirts or shirts you guys would wear that are pop culture university themed and what you would want them to say and i hope you guys have the best week you guys are bad bitches and remember to not let any external thing or person or situation ruin your day completely you can allow it to affect you process the emotions but you cannot let it ruin your whole entire day and your whole entire life you have to keep yourself pushing and keep yourself happy just for your own sake well there is a lot of negative to focus on right now find 10 times more positive things to focus on and 
build on things for the future. Think of how you can make every day a little bit better for yourself and your life a little bit better for yourself every single day. Take an inventory of what you like about your life and what you do not and keep what you love throughout what you don't. And yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will see you guys on probably like Friday. I'm going to do two days a week for this podcast now. It was just working out that way. So like Tuesday, Friday, I think y'all will be down with that. I'm down with that. Most people who do podcasts do like one or two a week. So we'll probably just fall into that as well. And yeah, see y'all Friday. I love you so much. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.